What's going on? Welcome to Potluck Parables, where I tell stories about my adventures in street dance, along with any discoveries, histories, or lessons that I happen to encounter. Again, this is episode one. This episode is also transcribed on poplockparables.buzzsprout.com. This first episode will be about my introduction to street dance. Hope y'all enjoy. When I say what is street dance, I mean, yeah, literally, you know, dance that's learned on the street uh, in comparison to dance that's been learned in the studio. Right? So with the uh, classical style, so to speak, such as you know, ballet, modern, tap, so on and so forth, you tend to learn those in the studio with, with street dances that you learn them, you know, in parking lots, people's houses, parks, competitions. It's, it's just a lot of informal learning. And then nowadays you do have people that teach in studios, but most of the most of the interactions do occur in informal settings. So on to the story. Now, I've always been an artist. You know, I used to draw a lot as a kid, but that changed to dance around like age 10 or so. And it was really like four early dance influences. So you have my mom who would tell me, oh, OK, you know, we used to do this back in the day or this was called. The Roger Rapper. This was called the Running Man, and you could do it like this. You could do it like that, right? Um, of course, I had Michael Jackson, you know, James Brown. You know, seeing them, copying them. You had the uh, local social dances. Uh, you know, like the lean with it, rock with it. You know, snap your fingers, do the step. You know, <laughs> all the stuff that was coming out in Atlanta, right? Soldier Boy, you all that, right? <laughs> and then you had uh, some movies. So you had uh, one in particular, it was kicking it old school, you know, with Jamie Kennedy. Um, you had Step Up and Stomp the Yard too. But it was really kicking it old school that that got me into street dance, in particular breaking, right? Now, when I say breaking, I'm talking about, uh, you know, people know it as break dancing, b-boying, b-girling, boogie boy, breaking, you know. It comes out of New York, uh, you think about gymnastics, so you have Top Rock, which is the upper, you know, when you're standing up, grooving, floor work, is as it sounds, you're working on the floor. And then you have power moves, uh, which are, you know, like head spins, windmills, flares, things like that. And then your freezes, right? So kicking the old school, you know, I was, I was into breaking. I was into breaking, um, watching some stuff on YouTube, trying to learn some foundation, but mostly just whatever I saw. And then when I became a teenager, uh, I started getting into So You Think You Could Dance and America's Best Dance Crew. So these two TV shows were important for me. Uh, With So You Think You Could Dance, you had a mixture of different styles. So you had the ballets, the, the tap, the contemporary, the modern dancers, and then you had the street dancers as well. And then you would have, you know, people in between. <laughs> and I was just kind of doing whatever. And then with America's Best Dance Crew, it was just straight hip hop, but it was always in crew format as opposed to individuals. Right. And so with So You Think You Can Dance at America's Best Dance Crew, that's where I turn into a, a biter, basically. Right. 
<laughs> so what biting is for those who don't know biting is taking moves and presenting it as your own right so you think about it like plagiarizing in school where your teacher be like oh you know don't take somebody else's words and try to present it as your own right you need to come up with your own words you know uh rephrase things right all that so same thing with dance you know with dance and biting and dance that's what you're doing you're taking somebody's moves and you present them as your own and this is biting is seen as bad because in street dance communities there's this emphasis on you know a development of your personal style so when you bite it's seen as like uh, it's just unoriginal it's lazy it's like oh you, you you didn't put in the work to, to try to develop your own thing. You just took somebody else's stuff, right? Um, but the thing about biting, just like with plagiarizing, is you need community to know that biting is bad, right? So with school, if nobody tells you that plagiarizing is bad, then unknowingly or not, you're going to do it. It's the same thing with dance. People don't tell you that biting is bad right or somebody if you if somebody doesn't recognize hey man that's somebody else's move right then you're just gonna keep doing it because it looks cool to you and you're just like oh that's cool i want it. and i want to be like the person that i looked at it from and i want to be like them right and so you're just gonna keep biting so now the the thing about other thing too about community why i didn't have the community to know why biting was bad was because in school I was the only dancing kid, right? I, in middle school, it was like me. It was just me, pretty much. And then, and it's not that other kids didn't dance. It was more so that I was the only one that was was known as the quote-unquote dancer, right? Like looking at stuff on YouTube, practicing, stuff like that. And then in high school, I was the only dancing kid for the first two years. And then it was me and this other dude named Nasir that the, the last two years and that was about it right and then you have that and then also in high school uh the events i did see it was always far right like i was in the southwest part of the city and, uh, and so i stayed in cascade and the events would be like in duluth and for those who don't know about atlanta uh duluth is like gwinnett county it's like northeast atlanta right and so i, I didn't even bother asking my parents i was like man they're not gonna take me to Duluth just for some dance competition. Man, they're not gonna take me, man. <laughs> so, so I just never, I just never went to any dance events in high school, right? So everything I was learning, I just learned off of YouTube, right, and watching TV. And so speaking, speaking of that, you know, I was learning off of YouTube, and I started learning. Um, I did learn some foundation. Right? I would look up how to how to start breaking or break in one-on-one or whatever right and they'd be like here's how to do a six step here's how to do a windmill here's how to do that right so the few things i did learn i learned how to do a six step i learned how to do a freeze or two i learned how to do a windmill finally right but that was about it um and so i would learn you know i did learn some foundation but most of what i learned i was just copying other people or just biting people so there were certain dancers that in the early 2010s started getting really, really big off of YouTube, right? Um, 
you had this group of French dancers called, a lot of people know them now, uh, called Les Twins. And they were like hip hop dancers, right? You had them. And then in 2013, I got exposed to this crew that was in Atlanta called Dragon House, right? And so Dragon House, they really put dancing to like dubstep and 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 uh uk like garage and bass music out of the united kingdom right um dancing to that stuff you know they they put that on the map and so in watching dragon house I became a clone, basically. I, I would watch Dragon House, and I'd be like, oh, that's so cool. And then I I became a clone, in particular, after this one video. So there was a guy, one guy in Dragon House called Nonstop. His name is Marquise. Marquise Scott. Uh, but his, you know, his, his stage name is Nonstop. And he had this video called Pumped Up Kicks, where he, he was dancing to a dubstep version of the song Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. And that video blew up over 300 million views on youtube right and so i saw that video in 2013 and i said oh yeah it's, it's go time I, I i gotta get this down i need to learn this oh yeah um yes sir i'm about to learn that man whole style <laughs> right and so i became a clone pretty much now what a clone is in comparison where biters take you know moves and present it as their own clones take it a step further to where they adopt their whole style of dress. They try to move in the same way as, you know, their specific dancers. They dance to the same music that they use in, in you know, in videos and battles. Basically, the, you know, clones try to minimize whatever individual identity that they might have in favor of trying to become a representation of their favorite dancer. So with Late Twins, when Late Twins came out, they would wear like baggy skinny jeans. They had these big frizzy afros. They would wear bandanas around their neck. They would have like chains hanging out of their pockets. And so you, I didn't notice at the time, but after a certain, when I started getting more involved in dance scene and you still have people, we started running into people that were like twins clones. That is how you knew. Cause they would come to the battle dressed just like them, right? They would come to an event dressed just like them. And you would say, oh yeah, he about to, he about to hit some late twins clones. He about to hit some late twins moves. And what do you know? They would hit their late twins moves because they was clones. So for me, I was a dragon house clone where I didn't, I didn't copy their, their style as far as fashion is concerned. I, I the shoes, yes, I took their shoes. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really copy like their fashion. And for me, it was more so the movements, right? So Dragon House was known for doing glides where, you know, as it sounds, you glide your foot across the floor and it makes it look like you're floating. You had, they they were known for doing these like vibrations, right? You know, they shake in place. Um, and sometimes they would like move with it. You know, you had waves, which is as it sounds, you know, waves traveling from one part of your body to another. Um, and then they had, they were really known for doing these things called box tuts. They, they would be now known as box tuts. Um, 
so in the, in, where you have King Tut, which is, or you have Tutting in general as the style, originally known as King Tut, and it was a much wider, you think about Egyptian hieroglyphics, right? And it's all spread out in 2D. When people took it in and started doing box tuts, they would, as it sounds, they would make boxes with their hands and with their fingers, right? Um, and it, you know, it gets more complicated from there. But from, from a simple point, that's what they were doing. They was doing these little tuts, these little box tuts, they was gliding, they was vibrating, they was waving, right? And that was their style. And so I started doing all that, right? Now, a quick thing of nuance, not all biters are clones and not all clones are biters. So some biters, they just take certain moves and that's it, but they don't copy like the whole style. And then some people are clones in the sense that they all look alike in, in a certain style, but they don't necessarily bite people. Like they made it, they might be following a certain tradition right to where the tradition they're following this tradition so closely that they all end up looking very 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 similar to one another um but that's that's something for another day so i'm a i'm a i'm a dragon house clone you know i still use some late twins moves i still might break out a little bit of breaking here and there i do that you know to the end of high school and i get to college and i join my college's dance crew now the college dance crew was uh, called Phoenix Dance Crew, I believe. And so I'm in the dance crew for about a year. You know, I still use the Dragon House and Lay Twins moves in my performances. So I, I would watch their videos. I'd freak out. I'd be like, oh man, what was that? Oh, hold on. Oh, that was cool. Oh, and I would rewind it a whole bunch of times. Practice that one move that they did. And then in my shows, I would do it, <laughs> right? And again, I didn't, I didn't know any better. Even though I was around community now, I still didn't really know. And no one ever told me, hey, bro, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be taking their moves, bro. That's a late twins thing, bro. Or, hey, man, that's, a, that's some Dragon House stuff, bro. You, shouldn't, you should try to come up with your own thing. Like, nobody told me that still. So I was just biting and cloning, biting and cloning. And didn't know any better. So, so that happened. I was doing that for about a year. And then at the end of the first year, there's a guy named James. And James was one of like the leaders in our crew, basically. And so James, he sends out this message. I want to say on Facebook. And he's like, hey, y'all, you know, there's a battle going on uh, this day. I want to say this was like spring 20, let's say 2014, right? He's like, oh, you know, there's a battle going on. If you guys want to experience, you know, real street dance culture, and not to say that it's not that what we, what we that what we was not doing at in the crew was real street dance culture. But he was like, you know, if you want to experience street dance culture outside of what we do, you know, at the college, you should go to this battle. And it was a real battle in the sense of, you know, it had cash prizes, cash prizes had judges right so and you know, it was hosted so it was like oh, okay cool you know let's let's go through right so i hit up my best friend at the time you know terrell i say hey man you know let's let's go to the battle man let's get down and he's like oh you know i'm not gonna he, he said he wasn't gonna compete but he was gonna you know he was gonna support so 
So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, let's go. So I'm going to cover the battle next time, though, man. Don't want the story to get too long. Appreciate y'all listening. Thank you. Appreciate y'all listening to Potluck Parables, man. You can find me, Nick, on Twitter at Potluck Parables. Uh, you can also find me on IG at Potluck Parables. You know, if you're enjoying, please subscribe, leave a review, you know, on iTunes or wherever you have to be listening from. If you got any questions, you know, random or otherwise that you want me to answer, any topic suggestions, things you want me to talk about, you can write me at potluckparables at gmail.com or reach out on Twitter and IG. Appreciate y'all listening. Thank you. Have a good day.